Today, welcome back as we continue our conversation with our young Catholic adults. Pull up a chair and join us for more conversation. And today, we can... Welcome back to our today's conversation uh, with our uh, esteemed guest here, and um, it's really exciting to continue having this conversation about young adults and how they live their faith. Uh, with that being said, so off camera we just talked about um, you know uh, friends and how yeah. uh, friends shape our our, our faith, and uh, I should mention though. The idea of village Catholic conversation came by because, you know, I'm from Kenya, and um, in Kenya we have those villages, and uh, at the village, that's where people, you know, different people have different places where they gather and have conversations, so, and that's how I came up with this idea of, uh, this is our village now. That's so cool. <laughs> this yeah. is our village. Um, and you cannot have a village by yourself. You have, you have a people who are around you. So how do the people you hang around with uh, help you shape your faith? Um, if you have people who you hang around with. Yeah. I think the first time for, for Ronnie and I yeah. that we had an experience of like an authentically like Catholic community of yeah. people who just build us up was when we went to college mm -hmm. um, because we were in something called households, which is oh, kind of like sororities and fraternities, except okay. it, it's Catholic and it's focused on praying together and okay. keeping each other accountable. Okay. Um, and so we both had an amazing experiences of like I had a whole group of women who were like praying with me and he okay. had a whole group of men okay. um, And so ever since we graduated, I feel like we've been just like really desiring to like form that again okay. back home now okay. um, That really kind of inspired us. Yeah. yeah, do you have something like that going on or not yet? Yeah, I think we're starting to build that. Mm -hmm. um, I think this area has a great young adult community yeah wow, nice, yeah nice. becca can That's attest insane. to that yeah, too i made a lot of new friends recently that are okay. very serious about the faith too yeah yeah. yeah yeah and your community was fabulous because <laughs> at your wedding when you did the whole the whole ceremony uh that was yeah. rooted in your household experience mm -hmm. yeah. with the feet washing thing and oh. with the two of them um uh, it, it was really the most amazing thing i ever saw but that was rooted in your experience at school exactly yeah. right, right. And that's what's kind of neat about it is because all of those relationships because they're rooted in christ yeah um they go past you know just our four years of college like like we're um we're godparents to you know our friends kids now um so we'll be you know and they live in them. mississippi yeah, so it's mississippi. not like we can see them all the time <laughs> yeah yeah but, um and so yeah. many of them were came to our wedding um so it's just yeah. it, it goes way past you know we don't yeah. like have to see each other yeah. every talk every few weeks yeah. Yeah. like yeah. it's just it's always there yeah. um and, and it's we just, can it's beautiful. shoot them a text like hey pray for me for yeah. this yeah. and like we're yeah. just we're still we connected know, through that yeah yeah because Part of that too is you talked about loneliness, and um, mm -hmm. um, I know there are some countries that are already are having ministry of loneliness. I don't know why they would mm -hmm. do that, but I, I try to ask myself this question: You know, what am I not doing when people are feeling experiencing that sort of loneliness, and we have all these groups forming? Is it that we are not reaching out to them, or is it that they are feeling uncomfortable hanging around with people mm -hmm. of, uh, who are experiencing the Catholic faith? Um, I'm not sure. It's just a question that goes on in my mind, uh, and I don't know if we have any answer or anybody has any answer. Uh, 
but I think having a group or having people who hold you accountable, who inspire you, is a good thing. Just versus just going to the, the regular mass. Um, yeah, so what do you think, Rebecca? You know, it like, looks like you're in a, in a deep thought there. <laughs> you think it was, right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I have thoughts, but I have to pull them together. <laughs> <laughs> the classic introvert. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, you're listening to Village Catholic Conversations, and um, if. When you hear something in these conversations, just go start your own conversation. And I think um, it's, it's important for you to, excuse me, um, for all of us to be able to share our, our faith journey with people, um, our thoughts, our experiences. Because by the end of the day, that's what evangelization is about. It's how you live your faith, how you share it uh, with other people. Uh, because, you know, that's the, the cool thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So we have had this thing about evangelization, um, new evangelization and old evangelization. Mm -hmm. uh, can somebody help me understand the differences between those two things, if you have used them? Um, yeah. Now, this is, this is a total, totally different area of yeah. evangelization, so, but I'm just asking the young adults how they yeah. understand <laughs> New evangelization in church time, because it was new evangelization when I started ministry 25 years ago. Oh, you, so, oh it was? <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> So it's we, still new. Can we but, define those terms? Yes. What, what is new in yeah. um, I, I, I think from a standpoint of like a church documents and writings, yes, yes. John Paul II um, in his pontificate, um, this is a really generalized thing, just said, hey, we're moving into the next millennium. Yes. It's time for everybody to do what we're doing, which is get up mm -hmm. and get out mm -hmm. and start sharing the faith because... Um, for many centuries, really, um, uh, right up until that point, um, Catholics were very well noted for being very private about their faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't talk about it with other people. You went to church, you did yeah. your thing, yeah. um, and you witnessed the faith, but in such a private manner that it was hard for the world to, even know. to, to know what you yeah. were doing yeah. or why yeah. you were yeah. doing it. Yeah. So um, I think the new evangelization was this idea that um, we need as laity, it's not the job of just the priests and the sisters and the bishops to yeah. preach the gospel. Yeah. Our mission and our vocation as baptized Christians is to be uh, out there with our faith. Yeah. In, in whatever way we're comfortable. Yeah. Not everybody, like you said, is going to stand on the street corner and you know, stop and talk to me about my faith. Like, but, but do you understand what I'm saying? I think a lot of people really respond well to that anyway. No, no, but I'm saying, yeah. so do you understand about the new evangelization? Yeah. Just a push to get yeah. laity yeah. to move yeah. and to take responsibility yeah. as they should yeah. um, for being evangelizers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the call. The, you know, we have been called to evangelize after yes. you get baptized. You're given that mandate, not, I would call it... I'll call it no, a it's gift. It's a mandate. Yeah, it's a mandate. Yeah, it's a mandate. Yeah. Um, so, as young, young, young adults, um, how are you able to evangelize um, to, to the young yeah. adults? I think this kind of goes back to both like friends and also the importance of telling our stories. Yes. Um, because like we've been saying, like that witness of your life, like yeah. you living out your faith, like in whatever you do, like if you're into sports or going to the gym, if you're like a musical person, if like whatever aspect you live your life, just like living your life like with that joy of Christ and yeah. with that um, just like offering to pray for people yeah. and you know, just yeah. like living yeah. your normal everyday life. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a huge part of the new evangelization. 
Yeah, I like the yeah. fact that you bring the joy of Christ, you know, coming mm. off right of Christmas. Yeah, right. we, yeah. We, we are talking about living the joy of, uh, of right. Christmas. Um, is it, and, and this is probably a, a, a different struggle. Um, I was giving a talk at this one school. I won't mention the name of the school. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard time connecting to the, to the audience mm. in that school. Uh, and because I was enthusiastic, I was like getting you know, excited to go just you know, give them the, the, the joy of Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But getting there, I'm not, you know, I found like the soil isn't ready. You know? mm. How, now, I had to deal with that and had to go to the level of, of, you know, the soil is not ready, so I have to sort of put another face of, you guys are not ready, but mm. I'm willing to work with you. But in 15 minutes, uh, I was done. I couldn't do the job, <laughs> so to speak. I, yeah. I couldn't connect with them, and I, you know, I decided to, to you know, just talk about other, other stuff, and I left feeling like I, I didn't do uh, the job I was asked to do there. Mm. How do you connect with people who are feeling like who you think and you feel like they are not ready? You, you, you're trying to share the joy of Christ, to share your faith, but they are not showing any signs of being ready. Yeah. Yeah, I think a big thing is just being um, persistent but not annoying. Um, with <laughs> um, but what, one thing that I always keep in my mind is the image of the prodigal father um, and how when his son was coming home from, you know, squandering all of his money, basically saying, hey, Dad, I want you to be dead so I can have your money. And he did all these terrible things. Um, his father was just still there waiting for him, ready to share his wealth yeah. and his love with him. Yeah. Um, and he didn't just when he saw his son coming, um, kind of turning around. Yeah. Um, he didn't just, you know, sit there and wait for him to come all the way back to him. He, yeah. like, got down and ran to him. Yeah. Um, so I think in, in my ministry, that's definitely something that I like to mm. try to keep in my in the forefront of my mind um, when I encounter people like that yeah. who um, yeah. are maybe not ready or, like, just starting to, to turn around, yeah. to remember mm -hmm. to, to come down to them, um, yeah. to then to help bring them up. Yeah, and I agree. I think part of it is just walking with them like I think mm -hmm. it's harder to come in as a speaker and if yeah. they're not ready like there's not much you can do yeah, 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 but true. like it, it for us in our everyday life with like our friends and our family that we're around like yeah. walking with them yeah. and like waiting for them like mm -hmm. the like the father did yeah. I'm right here yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like being patient and like having yeah. those moments yeah. of connection with them that's, that's interesting you, you would say that um because the same question now we were discussing the same question and the two fronts of answers that, that, that came up, uh, and one of them was, uh, you know, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're gonna do what you're gonna do? Sure, and then what? You can't leave people, but if they're not willing to participate with you, mm. then don't let them hold you back. Yeah. Do you struggle mm -hmm. with that? Like, yes, you wanna, you wanna be able to be patient mm -hmm. and, and, and go down and, and pick them up, and what if they, they, they bring you down? What if they cannot allow you mm -hmm. to be an active participant in your ministry, an mm -hmm. active participant mm -hmm. uh, in your marriage, an active participant to the village Catholic conversation, yeah. and they're just derailing you down? What do you do at that point? Yeah. Do you give up? At that point, I think you resort to prayer, because that's all you can do, really. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I pray to St. Monica a lot Saint for a lot Monica. of people in my life. Because mm. yeah, yeah, only, so. only the Holy Spirit yeah. can change hearts, ultimately, mm -hmm. even yeah, if you do yeah, something yeah, that's yeah. through the Holy Spirit that helps them. It's and not you. That's really the important thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, we, think, we think that the example that we have in our lives is not effective, and we think that prayer somehow is the last resort. Mm. 
you know, many people, yeah. and it's okay. It, yeah, it's you should okay. be praying for them the whole time. It's, it's really okay to go to prayer um, even at the last minute. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, if that's what you got, that's what you got. But, yeah. you know, leading with prayer, I think, is an important thing. But, mm -hmm. but knowing that people are watching you, mm -hmm. not in a bad way, um, but pe when you say that I'm, I'm a person of faith, they're paying attention yeah. to you. They're yeah. paying attention to your, for lack of a better word, attitude mm -hmm. um, and how you interact with people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we talked about, John, John's big thing is just joy, yeah. joyful mm -hmm. and gratefulness. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think when you encounter, even casual encounters, need to always be joy you need to be on your game all the time yeah. and even if you walk out of the house and you're miserable you need to paste you need to paste that face yeah. on there um, and not joy. not fake it choose joy yeah, yeah choose, choose, choose joy and, and, and there was remember the retreat we did Rebecca when you were senior in college and we went to that place out in Ohio whatever in Pennsylvania. And, and I remember I can't remember the one um, campus minister's name but we were having a conversation and we were talking about epitaphs, and his says his epitaph was going to be radical hospitality. Mm. Mm. And I have that on my desk, and it's such a great radical hospitality. Hospi so like what, what is radical hospitality? Radical hospitality is I'm just going to be hospitable off the charts at every moment when yeah. I'm out, yeah. or and and when I'm home with my family, because we forget them too. Yeah, you know, yeah. we put the joyful face on, and it's a lot of work. We come home and we take it yeah. off, and then it's yeah. like. You know, yeah. uh, you know, and we forget about we forget about the family. But yeah. um, when people in the middle of all the chaos of the world, you stand out. Mm. So when you know when you two are together as married people, and you're yeah. you're you're just you know just the rays of sunshine. People want to know like what's the secret? Like what's yeah. the secret? Or or you know Re Rebecca uh, and you know doing her thing and encountering some of her friends that maybe aren't churchgoers and they're like wow you're still happy yeah. and you're going to church and yeah. like yeah, it's why it's weird to be happy nowadays so no, i was going to say earlier it's like weird. everybody everybody yeah. feels so hopeless and like nothing matters and like what's the point everything's been explained down yeah. to an atom and people yeah. feel like oh that's it like yeah there's nothing else and there's no clear answers really coming from anywhere i find like even within the church, sometimes we struggle with that is providing like clear, no, this is the answer instead of kind of mm. dancing around the issues. Um, and people just want, young people just want clarity okay. and answers and they want to feel like mm. there's hope and there's something to wow. fight for and a reason to be alive. Yeah. Um, so they, they want like So have, having yeah. hope yeah. in an afterlife and being fine with, relatively fine with death and mm. being okay with it mm. is kind of a weird thing mm. because a lot of people think this is all there is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Wow, I thought, you know, I thought we, like, we got this. Like, you know, we talk about Christ. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I thought we got clear answer here. You know, if that's all it took, it would be easy. Oh, yeah. Just Jesus. Everybody's Just Jesus. like, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> sorry, because I'm trying to Our relax. faith is one that you can study until you die and you won't know everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be okay with a little, like, being a little stupid about some things. Stupid. Right? Stupid. <laughs> ignorant, <laughs> ignorant of some things. So. Well, and I, I agree with what you said before about prayer. Like, I think yeah. we personally need a prayer life. We need to be filled up so that we're able to overflow to other people yeah. because yeah. there is so much, like, yeah. hopelessness and mm -hmm. stuff. So mm -hmm. I feel like 
in us like building ourselves up and continuing to pray like that's yeah. going to help us receiving yeah. the sacraments to fill yeah your grace yeah. your yeah. grace stores up so that you can yeah. give it to other people yeah you cannot give what you don't have for sure mm-hmm. oh absolutely yeah, right yeah. And, and right being able to offer that prayer you, you know you mentioned saint monica my my mom is uh very devoted to saint monica mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she prays a lot through her and i have seen miracles happen through mm-hmm. saint monica in my life and in our lives so uh, that's that's amazing do you have a favorite saint you mentioned saint monica do you have like a favorite saint that you Ooh. you kind of we have um a favorite saint together that's actually one of the reasons why we ended up oh. together <laughs> Um, so when I was at a conference when I was in high school, I heard this story about this awesome young adult saint who he would like evangelize in bars and like go mountain climbing. And I was like, this is an amazing guy, but I forgot his name. And so for years I was praying for his intercession, but I didn't know what his name was. (laughs) And so when I met Ronnie in high school or not in high school, in college. Yeah, that was was one of the first things that we actually talked about. Um, Because it was his favorite saint. Yeah, because he was my favorite saint. And I actually knew his name. So um, Giorgio. Yeah, yeah. Bless bless the pure Giorgio for yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's just been a huge um, influence in our lives. And actually, like, for my, each household has, um, like, specific patron saints. And he in was college, actually, yeah. yeah, and he was actually the specific, the patron saint of our household. Mm. Um, so we, we just both really took, um, and, and his, his life motto was um, Verso Alto, which means to the heights. So, yeah. like, Towards and, the heights. yeah, and, and everything um, he does, he tried to, he, he stirred for the heights, um, and strode to strove toward God, yeah, and holiness and, of God, and and everything he did. So that was definitely just a motto that we kind of took. We actually both have, both have that tattoos. I'm actually wearing socks of him right oh. now. Oh, okay, that's just weird. <laughs> oh, that's just strange. <laughs> that's just crossed the line. <laughs> this is village Catholic conversation, and uh, you are just having fun with, with us here. Um, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to continue with this conversation and we're going to bring in the concept of sainthood and how we strive to be saints. And our guests here will help us, you know, generate that conversation and see where we go. All right. Hello and uh, welcome back to today's conversation and uh, as I had mentioned earlier, we are going to be speaking about saints and how young adults are inspired by saints, uh, including old adults. (laughs) 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 How we are inspired by saints, uh, their their lives and uh, what you can learn from them and how they can help you start your own conversations about the saints. So to go back to... um, Emma and Ronnie here, you said you have one saint, and so the question I wanted to ask you, do you also have different saints that inspire you? Personal saints. Personal Definitely. saints. Definitely. Oh, yes, okay. thank you. Yeah, uh, my personal favorite saint is St. Therese of Lisieux. Um, yeah. so, I like her too. Yeah, yeah. So um, she was my parents' favorite saint, so my middle name is Therese, like they named me after oh. her. And so growing up, I mean, like I always liked her because she was my saint, but it wasn't until a couple years ago that I really like, I really just like on my own just really fell in love with her and her like her spirituality. And I feel like she's really become like a big sister to me. Like she's oh, very wow. inspiring to yeah, me, just her yeah. humility and her love. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she, she's definitely like my favorite saint besides our joint Pier Giorgio Frassati. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So whenever you feel a little pressure, you go to Santosa. Oh and yeah. And be like, hey, 
Okay. She's okay. my girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can also call them your girl, your boy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We are learning, I'm learning this thing too. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. What yeah. about you? Um, for me, um, my confirmation saint, and he's just become a huge part of my life, um, was uh, Saint Padre Pio. Um, he's the patron saint of healing, and it's he's just um, had such a huge influence in in my life and his um, his humility, but also like. Um, just his, his presence of just, you could just, he just radiated holiness. Yeah. Um, yeah. and he's just been a huge, uh, influence in my life and how I try to live my, my faith, mm-hmm. you know, quiet, mm-hmm. but still, um, to inspire others. Yeah. 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 What about Rebecca? Well, I was saying earlier, I didn't get to talk about St. Michael, who <laughs> lately... Who strangely is <laughs> behind you. Of course. Behind you. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I've felt like drawn to different saints over the yeah. years of my life yeah. and just lately the past year I just mm. felt very like mm-hmm. I want to be your buddy I want to be buds with you so but <laughs> he's a good one to be buds with yeah, yeah. yeah. um but I um your brother was a big Saint Michael guy of course well yeah. that makes sense because he's the patron of the military yeah right, right. um uh Interesting. Yeah, but I before Mass, I pray his chaplet. Mm. Um, and the promise of that is that you get one angel from each choir, so nine angels that accompany you to receive the oh, Eucharist wow. if you wow. pray before Mass. I think that's super cool. And I've just super been really into angels lately. Like, people talk about aliens, like non-human intelligent <laughs> life, but it exists and they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I just oh, think yeah. that's so interesting yeah. and people don't yeah. think about it. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and then other than that, like, yeah. uh, well, St. Joan of Arc lately, which kind of oh. related to St. Michael because he appeared yeah. to her and was yeah. one of the ones that told Oh, did he really? Yeah, I didn't know that. To tell her what she was supposed to do. Um, St. Joan of Arc makes complete sense to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, my, con- my confirmation saint was St. Clair, who I mm. only kind of begrudgingly... I wasn't that into it when I was getting confirmed, and I wanted to pick St. Therese, and my mom was like, everybody picks her, you can't pick her. So <laughs> she's like, how about Claire? And I was like, well, I like that name, so fine. But, and over the years, I've uh, kind of come to like her, though. Her amazing faith in the Eucharist and yeah. using mm. the Eucharist to like fight yeah. off an army was yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Another, yeah, I like St. Augustine. I like St. John the Apostle. Uh. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it sounds like you can start off a conversation with, you know, a group of people who love uh, uh, these alien movies and talk about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. talk about uh, angelology. Angel. And, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not a huge fan of alien movies, so I. You know. uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm out. I'm out there. Um, so um, what about you? Oh, I I'm I'm a big fan of Faustina. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we well, actually so, did a podcast. Like, we did do a, pasta, a podcast. Did you post it? Oh, that was a long time ago, John. Where you been? Yeah. <laughs> that was like 28 episodes ago. <laughs> he never wanted to post that. Um, I was just uh, checking I think so. Here. I don't know. Maybe not. No, you, you, you said you wanted to redo and we were like, oh, that's oh, redo. Oh, maybe that's true. It's too about divine mercy. Yeah, yeah we, divine did, mercy. We, did, we did talk about divine mercy. Yeah, and we said we were going to redo it. Yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. that. Okay, maybe we'll have to do that. But yeah, Faustina and divine mercy, mm. which then connects to John Paul II oh, in a yeah. huge way. Yeah. And I just learned recently in the last about a year and a half that Therese was... Very connected to Divine mm. Mercy as well. Yeah. So yeah. Father yeah. Father Gately's book on third, yes, thirty three days to merciful love. 30, merciful love, love fantastic book. book thirty three yeah. days of merciful yeah. love. Um, highly recommend it. But yeah. I did not realize how connected Therese yeah. was yeah. Uh, to Divine Mercy. So, um, yeah, but yeah, Faustina yeah. Faustina just is amazing to me. Yeah. Um, let, let me ask you this, though, and I'm going to share my sense too. Um, what are some of the 
the saints' unique elements that you try to incorporate in your daily lives, you know, because sometimes we talk about saints up here and it sounds like, oh, we are up here. Mm -hmm. But someone once told me that, John, we do not want these things here. We want the practical. We want you come down, as, just as we were saying in our previous podcast, show me, you know, tell me, is it prayer? How do they do it? You know, uh, show me. So in your daily practices, daily life, how do you incorporate the elements of different saints to live your life? Yeah, something I love about a lot of the young adult saints, because there really are so many awesome young adult saints, like, I mean, Trez and Pierre Georgia we were talking about, is they really teach us um, that you don't have to wait to be holy. Like, you can be holy mm -hmm. while you're young. Yeah. Um, especially Blessed Pierre Giorgio. Like, he actually didn't live long enough to become a priest or to become married. He was just a single young guy. And he, like, what he would do is he would take his friends on, like, hikes up the mountain and he would lead them in praying a rosary. Or he would, you know, bet them in playing pool and say, you know, if I win, you have to go to adoration with me. And he always won. Oh, nice. um, and so I think that's just really inspiring to me how the saints just lived their everyday life. Yeah. And they didn't wait to be holy for, yeah. like, something big to happen. Yeah. They just did it in their yeah. everyday little yeah. Yeah. circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and probably should mention that, uh, you know, becoming a saint, we still require, uh, you know, <laughs> you have to die, and, <laughs> and then after, people have to experience miracles. I recognize, you can be a saint while you're living, you're just not recognized as one. Yes, yeah. you, you, you get recognized after yeah. you, you go to the other side. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop banging on the table. All right, um, I'm, I'm still thinking it's a drum. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, to throw that out there for you. Uh, so, very interesting you, you bring the playing of pool. So it means that whatever we do, even in this particular conversation, we can be saints in this conversation yeah. because what we are doing now here, we are living, we can, you know, uh, as we evangelize, as we talk and as we share, you know, bring the elements and personalities of the different saints, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Um, and I think, like, God calls us to holiness in the place that we're at right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, he, it, like, wherever our vocation is or where yeah. we're at, like, he leads us to holiness, like, in our daily lives yeah. and families, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite saints is Saint uh, Don Bosco, you know, mm -hmm. Don Bosco, you know, who was big in Italy and uh, bringing a group of young guys together to, uh, especially the, the kids who are homeless out there. Um, and when I started my ministry, I, I connected with that. And all I wanted is to have a group of young people teaching them education, uh, faith, and just having those conversations. And uh, through one of the ministries that I participated in when I was in Kenya, which is Vides, um, uh, it was a group in, well, in college, I volunteered to go uh, with another 40 of us um, teach uh, in one of the slums in Nairobi. And uh, that's why I met my wife uh, uh, during that uh, particular uh, mission that we were on. Just being with these kids, teaching them art, teaching them about God and how you can use art to really connect uh, with God and, and, and to pray. So he, he really inspires me, you know, and one of the main things that he says, you know, you can see, uh, see Jesus in every kid that you look at or every person that you, you, you look at. So when I'm looking at every one of you, I say, I can see Jesus in you because that's one of the uh, inspirations that he gives me. Um, so you, you talked about St. Michael. You know, I'm really curious to, uh, how does St. Michael really inspire you to live uh, in your day? Uh, do you have like an armor or something? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could carry uh, a yeah, sword just everywhere. Kidding, That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, he's just a reminder to me 
Well, personally, I um, a lot of my issues in um, living the faith stem from fear. Mm -hmm. okay. Fear of various things. So I feel like that's why I was drawn to him and just praying to him to have more courage. Um, and a reminder that at least anymore, it feels like we're all at yeah. war. Yeah. In the spiritual warfare aspect. I think we of, are. I think we are every day. Of right? the faith mm -hmm. is more yeah. prevalent nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he helps me to remember that the, the battle's won yeah. and that I can, like, yeah. I can do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a better way to phrase it, I'm sure. But Rebecca can do it. We you, can. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, I do. Give, giving me yeah. strength and courage yeah. and everything yeah. to be yeah. able to fight. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Wow, and I think it's all, you know, part of what I think it's the book of Romans that says put on the armor of God mm -hmm. in your faith, right? Um, and um, what about you? I forgot to ask you about, you know, uh, Faustina. You know, well, I, for me, Faustina, um, the whole idea of divine mercy is just, in, it just, it just captures my heart. Yeah, like yeah. this idea that regardless of what you've done or where you've been, that God's mercy is deeper and can cover any of that yeah and particularly with Faustina uh, you know I think many of us feel like oh if God would just like talk to me directly and give me some clue as to what I'm supposed to do yeah. or where I'm supposed to go yeah. everything would be cleared up yeah. and it would be this mystery of what yeah. I'm supposed to would be gone yeah. well um, I, she kind of proves that that's not really the case mm -hmm. um, because literally Jesus Christ was speaking to her directly mm -hmm. and she still struggled with timing. She yeah. still had doubts. Um, you know, Jesus would say, this is what I want you to do. And then she would try to do that mm -hmm. and then it would fail. Yeah. Um, and that idea of uh, like trying counts in our Catholic mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm paraphrasing. Um, uh, I, re I read through the diary and go through my notes a lot, just the places mm -hmm. I've highlighted, yeah, yeah. especially when I'm doing narration. Yeah. And, um, but he said to her one time, you do understand, I'm more interested in your obedience and your faithfulness than your success. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I'm not so much concerned with whether you succeed or not, but that you're faithful to what I'm asking of you. Mm -hmm. And for someone who fails a lot, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's a comforting message to yeah, me, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think what should be for everyone, which yeah. is, um, when you're when you're trying to do God's will, even if you're failing, um, that's the path to sainthood. That's the path to yeah, heaven. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, because like you said, yeah. you go and talk to those kids at that, and then they're not getting yeah, the message. Yeah. And Jesus had a response for that: yeah. shake the dust from your feet and move on to the next town. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. he, yeah. you know, digressing here a little bit, but he, he talked about, I, I'm the bread of life. And then a bunch of people were following him. It's like, okay, I, this is too yeah, much. Yeah. And they left yeah. and he said, okay, yeah. he let him go. Yeah. So I, I think witnessing and sharing and living the gospel, yeah. um, and doing your best is what counts. And that's what yeah. Faustina, yeah. like that's her thing. Yeah. It's just, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to be faithful to what you're asking me. So I really attach myself to that. Because yeah. um, uh, I got nothing else but mercy. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, when I'm listening to all the saints and all what you're talking about here, I think we are talking, there are a couple of elements that are showing up. Like, first of all, these saints were very obedient, yeah. but they were obedient to something. They were given a purpose, 
uh, right. mission. And you're mentioning that uh, most of the young adults or young people want something to live for. Mm -hmm. And all of us have our own mission, uh, especially for the Catholic faith, our mission is to evangelize. And um, so how do you feel uh, the people who we feel like have left the church uh, could probably connect or seek um, the consolation from the saints? How can they connect to the saints? You know, they may not look upon us and be like, John, I don't want to follow John. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> did you see what he did there? You know, they may not follow us, but what about, how can they connect to the saints? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think a huge thing, especially nowadays, is just that like, we hold celebrities and like athletes um, up to such yeah. high, high standards and you know, yeah. people all over are trying to, you know, be whoever. Yeah. Um, but I, how beautiful is it that um, in the Catholic faith, like we have these people who we can look up to, who can um, yeah. lead us closer to Christ, closer to yeah. heaven. Yeah. Um, and how neat is it that in this day and age, like with JP too, like he canonized yeah. all these saints, yeah. um, all these great shining yeah. examples for yeah. us. Um, so I, it's so many people, like you see people have that, that longing for you know this um, goal to reach yeah, um, yeah. in in your daily lives, and a lot of times people you know misplace it. They put yeah. it like in LeBron James or the Kardashians or yeah. something. Oh, when you have beautiful people like yeah. um, all the saints we've been talking about here, um, who can lead us closer to heaven. The yeah. saints who failed many times and yet they took it closer to Christ. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so powerful. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Yeah. And all the saints are so different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, for any personality or thing you're struggling with, like, you can find a saint yeah. who relates to you. Yeah. 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 Like, people worry about um, being a devout Christian that you lose your interestingness or, like, mm -hmm. you lose <laughs> your no fun then. But, yeah. like you said, like, all of the yeah. saints are so different and yeah. they're the most themselves because of their saintliness. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, speaking about that, too, like, let's look at St. Joseph, for example. Uh, yep. Jesus died. My confirmation name. Oh, your confirmation name. Yeah. yeah. In the Bible, he never says a word. It's good advice like, for husbands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He never says a word. You know? <laughs> he does what he was told. And, yeah. Quiet and obedient. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet and obedient. <laughs> Keep that in That's mind, Ronnie. <laughs> That's a good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what was it? You, you, sorry. You, so I'll say like, Joseph never says yeah, a word so in scripture. Yeah. Yes. So uh, they have meant. A couple of people say, you know, John, I don't like speaking in public. I don't know what to say. But you know what? They send Joseph. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to say a word, but you can be obedient in whatever it is that you're asked to do. Uh, and just as you were saying, all things are different, but who do you connect to? Read their story. You know, read the, right. what they stood for, and uh, how can that inspire you to be a better person? Right. By the end of the goal, by the end of the day, we are going to heaven. That's the road. Uh, mm -hmm. And saints is a great way to connect to and to inspire us to, uh, to get there. So, this has been a great uh, conversation, and I don't want to lock anyone out. If you have some, some inspiring thoughts for 2020, Ooh. yeah, tell us. You know. Well, for us, we actually choose a new saint every single year mm. um, for us to you know get to know and to kind of like take on their spirituality. Mm. Um, so we both prayed separately and then came together, and we both felt called to to you know kind of walk with saint john the beloved saint john the beloved yeah, yeah so um we're gonna be you know um kind of like focusing on the sacred heart um on like reading john's gospel mm -hmm. 
yeah. the Eucharist. That's kind of where we're going, like spiritually yeah, in twenty twenty. I think that's it's a, it's just a really good practice, just to um, because I mean that's what the saints are there. They're there for us yeah. to lead us closer to Christ um, yeah. through their intercessions, and I think it's just it's a nice thing to um, kind of dedicate a year to like a specific saint for that reason to get closer to Christ. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Thoughts for 2020? Yes. yes. In regard to saints? Saints, whatever, you, you know. Um, well, I've been wanting to do the nine months Sacred Heart devotion, too. So I'm going to try and start that January 1st Friday. You receive the Eucharist and you say like a series of prayers to the Sacred Heart. Yeah. And it's supposed to grant you a provided for death. So that's nice. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, wow. Wow. This has been an awesome yeah, opportunity to visit with these young yeah, people. So. Yeah. Uh, we may have to have them back again. Definitely. Yeah, we love would it. love to have you back yeah. again. Um, and, uh, so thank you so much for watching and uh, for listening. Uh, we hope this has inspired you to get closer to Christ, to start your own conversation. And um, on behalf of our guests, thank you so much. And go start your own conversation. Go start your own conversation. <laughs>